back down. Draymond Green suspended five games. We debated it yesterday. We were thinking a game or two, but five games. Keyshawn, was it too many, too few, or just right? It's just right. It's fine. Five games. The next five games, they got the Thunder twice, the Rockets, the Suns, and the Spurs. Okay? Long season. It it wasn't – look, we know why he got suspended. You can't put your arm around somebody's neck and pull him out of a pile. Okay? I get it. He has a history. We know why he got suspended. He got a history. You know, dude, I've been ejected a million times. and got all sorts of altercations. There's a major history. If you think about last year, you go back to, to last year when he, when he, uh, he kicks a bonus in the, in the groin. He got, it's a history. So, yeah, they, look, they got it right. I don't think he should have been suspended more. I don't think he should have suspended less. Five games is, is about right in this situation. I will step on the table again like I did yesterday. He is defending his teammate. Don't touch my damn teammate. You ain't got no problem with me. Go get your teammate no. off of my teammate, and Chris Paul can separate Clay from the whole thing. I'll separate whoever. Yep. We'll do that. Don't touch my teammate because if you touch my teammate, I have to defend the situation. I am the enforcer on the team. Right. Everybody knows this. You, what did you think? I was just going to sit back and watch? This is, And on top of that, I'm sure – and I know I'm making light of the situation, but I'm sure Draymond has past issues with Rudy Gobert for a number of reasons. He does. You know, you, you just, I don't like you any damn way, and you just did that. So now it allows me to take that energy that I've been bottling up for so long against you to now utilize it to get you off of my guy. So uh, if it's me and I'm his teammate, I'm going to probably pitch in with everybody to pay whatever little fines because that's what he is here for. He is here to protect us. It's almost like in hockey, right? They were protecting Wayne Gretzky forever. Yep. You run into Gretzky, bam! You, you're not gonna, and this is what Draymond's all about. So it was right. I'm okay with it. He just can't continue to do this because it's going to hurt the team at some point. It's going to catch up to him. Right. When I, when I saw it, there's so much going on in this little moment. That, that that I it was interesting, Key. You t- you started talking about some of it. You know, Key. We know we know every man in the locker room has a job, and and when you always hear people saying every man has to play his role, that that means Draymond is in the forces role. That that's what it is, and you got to handle your job. Oh, you can't come back in this locker room not the same as you left this locker room if you shell away from your job. What's interesting is Goubert, is, oh, he's, he's the enforcer for his team. And one thing he did, he's a big dude on his team that, that, that looks like a force, always talking noise, so he went and grabbed the wrong. You can't do that because you, you, you got to go after. Everybody knows, go after your own teammates. Yes. They pull them aside. And especially even if you're trying to, you, got, you keep your hands out and try to separate people. Yeah. You can't attempt to start like you starting to choke in on some other player. Now, you, you see what I mean? When, when, when you're trying to separate well, this right here. His, yeah, yeah, yeah. It he's looks putting like, his arm right. around Clay's neck and right. Dre sees that. Right. It's like, hold on. You right. gonna do that? I'm gonna do this to you. Right, and and Drake came later. You, yeah, he came later. But now, what I did also see it because 800 is a lot. That's a lot of money. Now, now, if if it's a headlock, 
like, you know, a headlock. We ain't headlock like this. Like a right chokehold. Yeah. A little headlock yeah. that you play with. They used to do your little head like that. That's one thing. That's one thing. Draymond Green put this man in a reverse chokehold. Yeah. And, and, and but really, was it a chokehold, though, man? On national TV. There are a couple of things you can't do, Key. You can't put a man in a reverse chokehold and not let him go. And not let him go. Or you can't put your hands around him and not let him go. And not let him go because of the optics of it. It just looks Agreed. too bad. You can't be on a, on, on a basketball court, any sport in the arena, football, baseball, where you're grabbing somebody, choking them out like this, or choking them out. Like, you, you just can't do it. So when they got to the five games, I said, oh, this is just for the optics. I understand. And, 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 and I understand both sides of it. No, it, it is the optics. I get it. The play-in, the whole thing. I, I got all that. I mean, the, the, the tournament, I get all of that. What the NBA is trying to do, they selling stuff to sponsors. People are looking at it. But when you say the chokehold, to me, it just right. looks like he's pulling him back. Right. Chokehold to me. His his windpipe will be right in the, the right. in the mix, the right in the middle, right. and he'll be squeezing. It doesn't take it, long. You know, it that, take but long. it didn't seem. It just seemed like he was pulling right. him back. He got suspended. He's mm -hmm. gotten fined because of his past behavior. Yeah. I understand that a hundred percent, Skip. I'm with it. They, you know, they got it right. That's all I can say. They got it right. Although, yesterday, you and Richard Sherman were so strong and so angry about Gobert having broken the unwritten rule that when you break up a fight, you don't go after don't the them, you no, go after go yours, after your right? Yeah, absolutely. And he went right to the other team, right? He because went to you're Clay. saying I'm coming to break it up when I go after my guy. When, I, go out, when I touch your guy, I'm coming to... And I'm because of that, there is high risk of escalation yeah. because you might escalate with Clay. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Not no, you he, are. You're going to escalate the situation. Okay. You want to de-escalate the situation. Right. Yet, yet the referees absolved Rudy after the game of any blame whatsoever. They said he was in a peacemaking role. He was trying to make peace. And I'm like, make peace? That, that, that so was Skip, dangerous escalation That video risk. that you saw with Rudy Gobert, yeah, right. if Draymond doesn't come to defend Clay, what do you think Gobert is going to do to Clay? He's going to put him in the headlock and pull him away because that's what he had started to do to begin yeah. with. I don't know if he's going to headlock him. He's going to he pull was, him he, away. He yeah. was getting ready to put his... The problem is he's 7'4", and you know he's, he's towering over Clay, so he's reaching and getting him high. Right. But the point is, I right. thought it was a mitigating circumstance yeah. where I was saying yesterday, give him two games. Five is a lot, Michael just said, because the meter runs on five games. It goes up to 800,000. Plus, they hit Draymond with another 25,000 on top of the paychecks of 800 he's going to miss. So 825. Okay. All right. So it's a lot of money by most people's standards, maybe not by Draymond's or NBA standards, but it, it was a lot. And again, Joe Dumars, I love Joe, smart man, fair man. He said, it's a lot of money. But Joe said, it's in part because, large part, because of his history Absolutely. of unsportsmanlike acts. So we, we get that. But I thought that under the circumstance, Joe Dumars played this game at a very high level. He knows what the score is. He knows that the unbroken or the unwritten rule was broken. So I thought he would say two. But but the now we're back to Michael's optics. It looks so bad, it looks so bad. because, look, Draymond. He's a look-at-me player. He's got his podcast. It's very successful. He's got a career waiting for him at TNT. 
he, he's a look at me guy. When he acts out, he really act, he overacts. And it's one thing just to pull Rudy away with some kind of headlock. Yeah. It's another to just pull him and pull him and pull him back. Would he go 20 feet back? It was exaggerated. And it looked worse and worse and worse. It, it turned in the, the NBA into WWE, sort of. That, that's the yeah, way it is. WWE. It don't matter what sport it is. It doesn't even have to be a sport. It could be at a simple bar that we're watching games at or something. Yeah. Anytime multiple people start to gather around, things escalate. Yeah. It looks more egregious. He's pulling him. They're pulling him. They're shoving him. And now it looks to the eyes, oh, my God, this is out of control. It's out of control. If Rudy Gobert would have right. just simply and that's why went to his right. guy to and separated them from each other like Chris yep. Paul did with Klay Thompson, right. he did. we wouldn't even be having this conversation. No. Because I can promise you that Draymond Green wouldn't have reacted the way he reacted when he saw Gobert touching his teammate. It just wouldn't have. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know why Rudy right here didn't grab his teammate. Why You're right there. Both guys are right there. If, if your intent is real to just, uh, I came, I come in peace, and I'm going to break this up, then you go and get your guy. So, so, so I, I'm with you, Skip, on absolving Rudy in this situation. You know this situation. Key, if you know it exists. You know it exists. And we're in this right now. I got to go get my guy. Yes, I got to go get my guy. Or, or you're going to start something. Because everybody's, everybody's manhood and everybody's yep. promise to each other. Yep. Because that's the woven thing through every championship team. It's the promise made. I'm going to get my job done. That promise, you got to come out on that floor and defense. Skip, look at CP3 walk over slowly yep. and grab Clay from going mm-hmm. in on a second Go around. He grabs him from the back of the jersey. He does. It pulls him away. Yep. Right. Because that's what you're supposed to do. Yep. You're not supposed to go everybody. and attack somebody that's it's, not it's, on your it's team. Not just Chris Paul. It's everybody. Yeah, every, but Chris every is grabbing the play. player. Is grabbing their own player yes, because yes, they that know. That is correct. That's the rule, and and except Rudy, and that's that, that's what happens. So Rudy does have, I think, a culpability here. All right. On one deeper psychological level. Draymond has little to no respect for Rudy. They've been at each other for years. Yeah, I didn't know that. I just assumed okay? that. Well, you just, they just have. Yeah, I can tell. And look, Draymond does not respect Rudy as a tough guy by nature. And I don't think Rudy's a tough guy. I think he's more lover than fighter. Mm. But he does tend to, at his size, he will occasionally cheap shot. And it's his way of trying to be tough. And he doesn't know how to be tough. And he sort of goes into the gray area and actually uh, you know, accidentally submarines or knocks somebody down or whatever. I'm not saying Draymond's a tough guy either, not by old school standards, but in today's NBA, Draymond is one of the tougher guys because there aren't a whole lot of Charles Oakley's left in this league to me because they've been sort of legislated out. They, they won't let them operate the way they did the Kurt Ramesses and even back to the Dennis Rodmans back in the day. The, the really tough guys are, are gone because they, they just don't want them around. You, you can't be a hockey goon today. You, you can enforce only so much. So in, in the end, Draymond's thinking, come on, Rudy, you know, of all people, you're, you're going to try to do that. And in the flash point of the moment, he's going to say, I, I'm not going to let you get away with that. Maybe if it had been somebody that 
somehow Draymond respected on a higher level. Yeah, maybe maybe he just goes and, and puts no his hands up. That's you know, the way does, it's always yeah. that way, Skip. There you Guys go. that are well respected yes. get the respect. People don't try to antagonize them or go after right. them. But guys that you know, it's not like that. Guys tend to, like you said, they go after, I don't want to call them weak, but they yeah, go they, after they, people and they smell that blood. they could I, I got it. Uh, yeah. take advantage of, so right, to speak. Right. Well, well, but, but, but guys also, like guys like Steph Curry and Clay, those guys, they're not guys that look for smoke all the time. No. So, no, so Draymond, Draymond, when, I, when I'm on my threshing floor, I'm, if I'm Draymond, I'm thinking, God, I can't believe you put me with these guys. I've had such a great career. Yeah. I'm going to protect these guys best That's I true. can. I, I agree. Don't you worry. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Draymond oh, yeah. would yes. not have had this kind of career had he not been with them two shooting the ball the way they shot the ball, and I could just go get me these rebounds and block some people out, box my great. And are you joking? I'm going to protect these dudes with everything I have. Mm-hmm. I understand what Draymond Green is saying. Rudy Gobert, he understands what Draymond Green is saying, and he knows you got to grab your own man. Draymond did the right thing. He's going to protect his investment, his friend, whatever word you want to put on it, it is on it. But, yeah, they, you, you got to grab the right guy. And when you look at his incidents, you go all the way back to 2016, right? Right. The, the, the fragrant one file, kicking the – with Steven Adams in the groin, then you go to 2016 NBA Finals, the suspension LeBron. With, with LeBron, then you got the, the, yeah. the suspension, the altercation with KD, when KD was on his team. I mean, he's just that's yeah. just who he – but look, Skip, that's who he is. Know. You know that. And I as do. I said to you yesterday or the day before or whenever, at some point, though, right. the basketball shoes get wore out on the bottom. They just do. And when they get wore out on the bottom, just do. you're going to have to trade them in for something else. And that will be Draymond at some point in time, as all of us it, in our careers, will. when your basketball skill set doesn't lend itself to helping us win championships. Bye-bye. That's how I go. Yeah, yep. but, but your, his basketball skill set. Wouldn't you love to have some of Draymond in Anthony Davis? And we just have this conversation. Sure. You know what I'm yep. saying? So, so, so we, we, we will say a lot of things, boy, but oof, you mm-hmm. sure want some of that dog. You did, Anthony Davis. So there's this fine line that Draymond sort of teeters along. Right. And it's between helping and hurting his basketball team. Correct. Helping as the enforcer in today's NBA. The Has way he, he hurt them yet, though, Skip? Okay, well, they lost this game. They didn't have Steph. No, but, but I maybe, mean, like, yeah. it's a regular season him, game. I mean, he hurt him in that NBA finals. Because he hurt him in the finals. Which when, final? When, when, well, he, when he got, kicked he, he got LeBron. suspended right. for game five, game five back in Golden right. State. And all of a sudden, the script flipped on his head. LeBron and and you can argue that was the flashpoint. I could not yeah, maybe, believe maybe. They, they suspended a starter in the middle of the NBA Finals. I, I never thought I would see the day. I don't care how egregious the kick to the groin of LeBron was or what he yelled or what uh, it, it was. Well, Steph was hurt, too, yeah. his ankle. I mean, yeah. I mean, okay. I, I, okay, we can look at it a lot of different ways. But once it went south for Golden State, yeah. it went straight south because obviously <laughs> they're up three games to one. So that hurt. And then last year, you started to see some decline in Draymond's productivity. And now we're back to your point. There's going to be a point. I thought it was last year. I thought Golden said, okay, okay more trouble than worth. Because the, the punch to Jordan Poole, right. it started and basically ended the year. I just, yeah. It's a flash when I, I think about how but, he walked over there right. and did what he did, he which, just, you know, in the end. And as you said yesterday, you'd like to know what Jordan Poole I really, said. To well, not even, in, not even in that moment. 
because yeah. it obviously it started said something. before. Yeah. It had to have started I somewhere, agree. Michael. Mm -hmm. Was it mm -hmm. two weeks yeah, before, a month before? Up. Was this something mm -hmm. that at the end of the season before he said, when I get to this dude, if he says anything to me, I'm going to knock him out? Yeah. Like, I just want to know, it's just from up. a gossip nosy <laughs> standpoint, I just want to know what, know. So what happened. That's all. Now it is your turn. You can reach us with your thoughts, pro or con, at hashtag Undisputed Live. Here we go. First tweet is from Mr. Barry. This is Key and Michael discussing how the enforcer should play. Uh -huh. yeah, there we go. That Terry Crews right Terry there. Crews my and dude, Cube man. and Mike Epps. And yeah, that's, that's Friday after that's next. Friday after right yeah, yeah, I like that. Next from Coach B. Close friend of Keyshawn's, right? Friend of Keyshawn's? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Coach B says when LeBron throws the perfect alley-oop and AD was like. Uh, <laughs> that's basically yeah. what it looked like. It, it really did it look did. like that. That's perfect. Only only he has get 60 million. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and finally, we have Jared. Skip will be watching Thursday Night Football where he has to make a choice between his Super Bowl pick and his Tom Brady 2.0. That is deep and that is true. Mm. And by the that's way, that's tough. Ted Stryker and Airplane and Keyshawn, did you see Airplane? Your man, oh, yeah. Kareem, yeah, the was, cap was in it. You married? He was funny. Oh, yeah. he, oh, yeah. he stole the show, man. I don't know how he fit in the <laughs> cockpit. Knees up to his chin. Okay, back to the NFL, back to tonight, Thursday night football. Over the last three games, Lamar Jackson has gone one of eight on passes of 20 plus yards. Lamar was particularly upset about missing Zay Flowers on a deep throw that could have changed Sunday's outcome. Instead, the Ravens blew their seventh fourth quarter lead over the last two seasons. Big game tonight, Bengals at Ravens. Michael Irvin, how much do you still believe in Lamar and the Ravens as Super Bowl contenders? I still believe. I still believe. And I'm a, I, I, for all of you who may be looking at jumping off this bandwagon, I'll <laughs> give you this right now. There's only been two other teams in the history of this sport that scored 25-plus points a game. Number one, score, number one rushing offense. Number one scoring defense. That was... The 85 Bears mm. and the 72 Dolphins mm. both won Super Bowls. Right now, the Ravens are that team. Mm. 25 plus points a game, number one rushing, 154 yards a game, 155 yards a game. Scoring defense, only giving up 15 points a game. Mm. Now it comes down to, because Key, we were talking about this before, this is tried and true. If you can run the ball, run the ball, and, and, and play great defense, you win Super Bowls. Just try the truth. They've added. That's Absolutely. why they, they've added the Lamar Jackson factor. And now Lamar Jackson sitting in the pocket and throwing the ball the way he is and then running the way It's just what it is. I still believe at this right now in the Ravens. But this game tonight, we, folks, we got such a great weekend of football. Mm -hmm. It starts with this game tonight. It, it ends Monday night with a repeat. Oh, this can easily be the AFC championship game. Monday can, you know, Monday is a repeat of last year's Super Bowl. We got a great week, great week. This game tonight for the Baltimore Ravens mm -hmm. is going to be a tough game because this is a must win for the Cincinnati Bengals. They can't lose another division mm -hmm. game. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and they got to show up and play. And that 
that, that thing that Lamar Jackson's so mad about, that deep ball yeah. that you saw him miss Zayon. Uh, Zayon. Yeah, we have it. The other dude don't miss it. that. Yep. The other there dude don't miss that. That's yep. what he does great. So, so this quarter. stuff comes back to bite you in this sense. Yep. And Skipper Key, I'm going to tell you something. I, I, Lamar was such a strong arm. It, it, it sometimes it's harder to teach a guy with a strong arm like that how to throw a great deep ball because it's not about strength. It's about touch. Yeah. You know, it's about touch. They line, they line they up inside to give him all of that room outside for error. Lamar can just toss that ball up in the air, put air up under it, and let him find the ball. You saw it last weekend when Purdy just tossed the ball up in the air and let Kittle find the ball. He didn't try to throw it directly. He just tossed it perfectly Mainly up in the air. because he took a shot in the mouth. Right, right. right. Yeah. And, and that's on, and that's on yeah. the blitz. Teague yeah. was going to talk about that. I want to break that play down. Show that play again. Because he was talking about, what are you talking about, Key? How Zay kept his head up, he looked up too long. Yeah, he, right? he, yeah. he when you he when did. you look at yeah. it, he has the right. room for error. Right. Even this. though it's a flat ball, now drop your head, right, dig. Right, right. That ball falls right. two yards in front of him. You, you, you Just drop your head and he digs because he has that third right. gear that a lot of receivers don't have. Right. If you just do that, he'll catch up to the ball. It may fall off his fingertips, but it won't look as egregious as it does on film right now. It really right. looks like a real overthrow, right. but it's really not. And he's right, and he's right. And, but let me, let me go just a little deeper on breaking that, it, it, on, on coaching point. Zay also, I, what, what are you looking up for early for? You know that ball. It's not a blitz. It's not a blitz. No. So he's going to throw that ball to you near the five-yard line anyway, since it's not a blitz. Stop running with you looking up. Just run, dig, and look up late. Then you should make that play. Now, if it was a blitz, if it was a yeah, blitz, you look then early. you got to look up early because he's tossing the ball up in the air. You see what I mean? So those are coaching points that they can use to make the, to be better, but they got to be better tonight because Joe Burrow coming. Quick point of order. If they connect on that deep throw, it's 24 to 6 Baltimore at Baltimore. Yes. And I'm pretty sure. Yes. I'm pretty sure they can hang on to that lead. Yes. Right? Look, right. They came away with zero yeah. points on that possession zero. with yeah, a blocked field goal. Block field. And that's they what Lamar was field talking about. Yeah. So when you, guys, they had four or 14 point leads and, yeah. and lost all four. And, and look, I'm not worried about Baltimore in this situation, uh, about what has happened over the last several games, because they need to fix their fourth quarter offense and defense, which means stop surrendering leads. Because you're going into the game in, in the fourth quarters with lead. You're, you're fine. And, and, and but for whatever the, reason, and it's gone all the way back to last year, that they continue to do this. It, it, it's, something, it's something psychologically uh, with the team and the way that they call plays, the yeah. way that they do things late in games. Now, I don't know if it's they get tight, they relax, but whatever it is, they need to fix it. Yeah. And it has to start tonight. Because in order for them to have an opportunity to get to the Super Bowl, and I know Michael said that Cincinnati is a must-win, Baltimore's a must-win too. Mm -hmm. And the reason Baltimore's a must-win is because you got Pittsburgh that nobody is really paying attention to because you're like, but you got Pittsburgh yeah. sitting there hovering around. They are. You're trying to stay on pace with Kansas City. Mm -hmm. We don't know what we hadn't seen. It seems like Miami hadn't played in two weeks. <laughs> we hadn't seen Miami in a minute. We don't really know what Houston is going to be in the end. So when you start looking at the AFC, you're not just looking at the division. Yep. You're looking at the conference because you want to be at home. 
Okay, you want to be like Kansas City. You want to play at home. Kansas City has played at home for the last five years in the AFC Championship game. Therefore, it's rewarded them to be able to go to multiple mm-hmm. Super Bowls because of that. So it's a must win for both of these teams. They will and they have to correct whatever little mistakes that they've made in the fourth quarter, Skip. They've got to correct it. Dude. And I think we tend to look at Lamar's situation based on him saying something. So now we want to dissect it and them surrendering leads mm-hmm. because four games ago when he was throwing lights out, we were like, oh, my God, what did you see? Right, right, right. We didn't say nothing. Right. No. We said no, MVP is right, what right, we said. Right. We said MVP, right, right. Skip. Yeah. Yeah. We wasn't, oh, they're not going to do this. and they're gonna. Mm-hmm. But now all of a sudden that he didn't say something, he has brought light to their struggles. He has. And so now we want to dissect it. I'm not worried about them. I think in the end, they're going to be there, and it starts tonight at home well, against Cincinnati. Cincinnati is without T. Higgins. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's going to be a struggle in itself to just lean heavy on Jamar Chase because we saw what happened with Tyler Boyd yeah, when they tried to throw him the football. That. Hopefully that gets out of his I mind and he doesn't bring that. Team. To him, to bring that with him to Baltimore. All right, allow me to say, there are two teams in this league that completely baffle me. And unfortunately, they're the two teams I picked to go to the Super Bowl. One is our Cowboys. They baffle me beyond bafflement. Because I say they have won six games against teams that have not a 500 record well, or better. At least you admit right? that. Okay, well, but... They don't just win those six games. They destroyed those six teams, except for, obviously, the L.A. Chargers. My point is, I see Super Bowl firepower in my team, but now I got to see it against teams that matter and matter a little more and matter a little more. Baltimore, same way. I'm concerned to the point of being disturbed about what I see with the Ravens because the, the two most impressive games you can argue of the whole NFL season so far are what Baltimore did to Seattle and Detroit in Baltimore. They absolutely annihilated and humiliated two very good NFC teams to the point that I said, that's it, Baltimore is the team. They are easily the best team in the NFL. And then all of a sudden, that happened against Cleveland. Deshaun goes out there with a fractured shoulder and an ankle sprain so bad that it was also going to keep him out for three to five weeks just on the ankle alone. And in the the second half, he goes 14 for 14. He goes seven of seven for 88 yards in the fourth quarter with a bum shoulder and a bum right. ankle. That, that's just and, and way to go. What, uh, congratulations to Lamar, except for what happened to him after the game. But my point is, how did you let that happen? Four 14-point leads? You, you kept just up-chucking and up-chucking all over your own field. And then I look back at the game at Pittsburgh, and they drop pass after pass after pass, but you blew a lead in the fourth quarter. And I look back at the Indy game at home. It's Indianapolis. They're pretty good, but they have no business going in there and coming back on you in the fourth quarter at home. Some of it's on Lamar. I'm I'm the biggest Lamar believer because he is a gamer and a baller of the highest order. And he did win an MVP in this league as a flat-out dart thrower who can also run you ragged. And I, he is the guts and the driving force of this team, and it is on him to say, that's enough. Tonight at home, it stops here. I'm with you. Th- this is a Baltimore game. Again, I'm a Joe Burrow fan, but 
It's they, a Baltimore they, game. It's just a Baltimore game. This is the one where the Ravens say, we are the Ravens, play like a Raven. Here, here's what's got to happen. Yeah. Baltimore's already beating this team yeah. earlier this year. Early in the year. We're looking at yeah. a sweep here. I, 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 man, only because I vacillated on this a couple of times, only because of what happened just a couple of days ago, Sunday, to both of these teams. To both of these teams. <laughs> both but, of them. But, right, right. So, so, so now the desperation, if, if both of those teams had won, man, I got – I had Baltimore all the way, you know what I mean? Because they'll come in in a, in, in a different place. Sure. And, and, and Lamar has had great success against Cincinnati. Yes. But, but with the way that game went, with the way that game went in the end, losing that game, you just talked about it, Skip. Why, why are we throwing the ball? You, you're number one rushing. There's a reason that stat I gave you to start this yeah. off is, is, is what I call transferable truths. It transfers from one year to another, from the existence of NFL to the demise of yeah. the NFL. When you can rush the football and stop people from scoring, you win. Now, great, get great teams finish rushing the football. Rushing the football. I know Tom Munkin, you knew you're trying to get yeah. a job. I know you won't get a job. You won't get a job. <laughs> but get your Super Bowl right now, finishing these games, running the football, and put your team. Yeah, and, and you know, when you become pass happy and, and your quarterback has been throwing the football extremely well, yep. you get caught up in that. That's, to me, that's not really the Ravens' problem in closing games. I said it earlier. You got to fix some things on the offensive side. Yep. But think about this for a minute, Skip. Defensively, they're good defense, but who's their closer on defense? Okay, you say, well, what do you mean by that? Yeah. I can point to many teams that have won Super Bowls or teams in, even today that have closers. The Pittsburgh Steelers, they have a closer mm -hmm. in T.J. Watt, right? They the do. Rams have a closer in Aaron Donald. Yep. We're still waiting on the Cowboys' closer, but I think they got one oh, in Michael Parsons. I think they do. But Michael. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All I said is we're, we're waiting. I, th I said I think they got one. Bosa, now they got one again with Chase Young. So when you go around a league, closer, closer, closer at these positions. Baltimore is a good unit, but they don't have a closer. They, remember, when they were winning those Super Bowls, they had a closer in Ray Lewis. I'd say. They, right? Yeah. And, 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 and Ed Reed, Marlon Humphreys is right. there, but he's not yeah, He's not Marlon Humphreys of four years by, ago. By the way, he is, he's doubtful tonight, just for the and record. He's, yeah, and he's doubtful. Yeah, and by I the way, Lamar's left tackle, uh, Stanley, is doubtful. I, mean, I think he's out already tonight. So when you okay, look at so their defense, they've yeah. got to find somebody yeah. that can go get the quarterback on the ground yeah, you're right. in those moments, in those times. Yeah. I mean, that's just – you know, y'all had a closer. Y'all had Charles Haley. Mm -hmm. It was a closer. It's going to make plays, but it's going to make them plays. But you know, I was also talking yeah. about closing on the offense. You, you, your rush game as a whole is a closer. Yes. And you have to yeah. use that to close. We, 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 we. That's how we close. That's how. That's how we would close the game. Right, and you demoralize. All time greatest you demoralize. You demoralize. You see when you don't when you close or wait on a defense to close, you're leaving a team alive. But when I close, smash mouth football, which is my base in the first place, I'm back to the base. I, I'm demoralizing a team. I'm taking all of that comeback up out of them and putting it out of them. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Close with your closer. If you don't have one on defense, you, you got one. Are you one ready to close yet? Mm. Are you ready to close? Because mm. you, you, you preaching to me, brother. Yeah, I love that.
By the way, last night, the Lakers got closed by De'Aaron Fox again. So now we ask the key question of the night and the morning. Should the Lakers trade AD before this year's deadline? Here we go. Man, Laker Nation was again treated to another shockingly out-of-it game by Anthony Davis last night, a 15-point home loss to Sacramento. So naturally, trade AD, all caps, trended all night long on Twitter. Keyshawn and I are now joined by Rachel Nichols. Good morning to you. Good morning. Rachel, should the Lakers trade AD before this year's trade deadline, or I should say at this year's trade deadline? No, I would absolutely, positively not trade AD. And the reason is, I know who Anthony Davis is. Anthony Davis, people who are looking for him to be one of the greats of all time, he is not that guy. He is great. He is an NBA champion. He is a terrific player. But he is not one of the greats. If you look around the league and you look at the one-two punches we have around the NBA, he's one of the best number twos out there, right? But if you look at the big men who are the greats, right, who are going to go down of this era and say those are the guys, the Jokic's, right, the Giannis's, he is not that guy. I know who he is. He's been playing in this league for a dozen years. And people who are expecting him to be someone he's not are the ones who are disappointed. Take a look at Clay Thompson, right? Well, thank you, Key. I want you to look at Clay Thompson, right? He is a guy who is one of the best shooters to ever do it. Ever. And he is someone who can go out and win you a playoff game, even key a series. Game six, Clay, baby, right? But on those Warriors championship teams, he was not Steph Curry. He was not Kevin Durant. And Anthony Davis is not LeBron James. And by the way, that is okay for him to be in that role if that is what you are expecting him to be. Most teams do not have a number one best player on a championship team player and then another one of those guys next to him. Those are called super teams. The Lakers are not a super team. They are a team with one of the best to ever do it and a guy who is an excellent complement to him. And if you try to go out and trade him at the deadline, you are not getting back someone who is more than just an excellent complement to LeBron James. You're not getting Giannis. You're not getting Jokic. You're not getting one of the greats. You're, you're very demoralizing in I'm this situation, <laughs> Rachel. The because facts, you, baby. You say you, you know who AD is. Well, we're starting to learn who AD is, right? And you, you mentioned, which is, is very smart and astute of you, to say, hey, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson is not Steph Curry. But here's what I would say to combat that. We were never told that Clay Thompson was Steph Curry. Okay? We were never ever sold that. We were told that Anthony Davis was the next guy coming as soon as LeBron decided to bronze his shoes. And re- real quick, Steph never passed the mantle. That's to what I'm play, saying. Right? Yeah, he, he never. Yeah, yeah. As soon right. as LeBron decided, hey, yeah. I'm going to bronze these shoes yes. and put them up in the closet, yeah. right. here you go, Anthony Davis. And such as you know, Rachel, covering this stuff in sports forever, mm-hmm. the money talks. Yeah. Okay? And then you go out there and you pay him as if he is the number one guy in Batman. And so when we look at that, He's making the same amount of money as Giannis. Mm. So what does that tell me? You, I need you to be Giannis. Okay, but look, Jalen Brown got a huge, huge contract this offseason. Yes. Is he the number one on that team or but, is it Jason Tatum? But you never told me that. You see what I'm saying? When you tell me something 
as a fan yeah. or somebody who watches the sport, looking at it, you're selling me that Anthony Davis is the guy. You've been doing this. We gave up everybody to go get this dude. You don't give up everybody to go get a complimentary piece. Mm-hmm. That you, you just don't. How many other number twos around the league would you put at his level? Number twos around the league that I would put at his level. I would say Jalen Brown is one. Sure. Uh, well, Tyrese Maxey is certainly pushing himself into that category. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else, Skip? Let but me you're, not coming, my mind. you're not you coming be, up with two dozen. Okay, Kyrie, if he's... Kyrie, I mean, I can, I can find Dame Lillard if you yeah. want to use yeah. Dame. All right. I can find guys. But when you match play for pay, it doesn't add up. Then when I look oh, at so the you assets... talk about how much Damian Lillard's making? Yeah, but Damian Lillard, come on, man. He carried a team by just, himself up in Portland for how long? I'm just saying. I mean, come on, Rachel. You're but, the one who bring it up uh, But not even necessarily... I don't care really much about the money. All I'm saying is, you know how it goes. You follow the breadcrumbs mm-hmm. in the trail of money based on who a player is. Yep. He gets paid a certain amount of money. I'm always thinking based on what we gave up to go get him, all of those sort of things, what's been told to me over the last several years, that he's the guy, he's the guy, he's the guy. Every single year since we came out of that bubble, this conversation in the month of December comes up about Anthony Davis being on the move. Yeah. You say no. I, I don't know if it's a no. You can't do it till after February 4th, but yeah. I don't know if it's a no. Mm. If, if we can get the complimentary pieces to go with him, maybe there's a Zach Levine, maybe there's uh, expiring DeMar DeRozan. I don't know, but he needs to play better than he played last damn night. Yeah. That's for sure. So here's the problem with AD as the clear-cut number two. There are so many shocking nights when he doesn't even play like a number two. There are so many nights when he's not even Robin. I, I don't know who he is. Last night, I knew from jump, he's just out of it. He, he, I don't know why. I can't explain it. I'm sure LeBron tried to punch every button. I'm sure Darvin tried to push every button. And some nights you just can't push his buttons. And I got to show the play again because it just sums up AD last night and, and many inexplicable nights. This is 227 left in the second quarter. And LeBron says, here, dunk this. Just dunk this. <laughs> and it goes right through his hands. See, what, the, what, the, what the, the loafing down the floor to yeah. me until LeBron looked at him. Mm-hmm. That, that, to me... Makes me mad, Rachel. Just as, a, just as an athlete and a fan, put them together, watching that makes me mad. But, Key, as an athlete, you know that half of your skill set is your physical gifts, right? Mm-hmm. But what is the other half? Your approach to the game, right? Yes. And you guys were sitting up here with Michael Irvin earlier this morning saying, man, you were a killer man. You were a Hall of Fame elite, the approach killer. to the game. You talked about him on the sideline, mm-hmm. Skip. Yeah. Guess what? Michael Irvin is one of the best ever at all time in any sport to have that level of approach to the game. There's a reason special players are super special Hall of Famers in the most elite, elite level. He's not there in that category. Every once in a while, AD is as special as anybody. He had a 10-game stretch last year where he went to Philadelphia and destroyed Joel Embiid. Which is why I'm not trading him. I know. I got it. And then game two this year against Phoenix, I look back at these numbers and I say, remember this night, Keyshawn? He went, this is A.D., 30, 12, and 2 with three steals and three blocks. Yes. Okay, you you indict yourself. Like, now, can you give me some of that? 
against Sacramento. Sacramento has now beaten the Los Angeles Lakers six of the last seven times because De'Aaron Fox says, I toy with you guys. De'Aaron has averaged 30 and seven assists over the last seven games against the Lakers. Schroeder won a game up there in Sacramento, making two late free throws last year. That's the only game they've won. My point is, wouldn't at some point you, you feel shamed enough on your home court to go out and say, hey, that, that's enough, De'Aaron Fox. Watch this. LeBron said that last night. LeBron yeah. showed up. He played. He gave you all at age going on 39. He could give you. He gave you a triple-double. And he was all alone. All dressed up and nowhere to go, even at home, right? Because there was no AD right, right, for true. nine and nine. You, you co- you've been covering these guys for a long time. And you I talk have. to people in the locker room and all that. Let me ask you this because I'm trying to figure it out. Is AD the type of player, individual, that if somebody approached him like a LeBron and just, you know, talk to him a certain way, <laughs> is he the Kobe way or the Michael Jordan way yeah. or the Magic way? Is he going to all of a sudden... Dip lower? Or dip? Oh, you mean become too too defeated and, yes. and upset? Like, so yeah, dip. No. Like just By the way, people have tried. Way. People have tried everything, every different approach, and he is who he is. He's turning thirty-one years old. And by the way, who he is is great. You pointed to the eight-game stretch last year, Skip. He absolutely has stood up and said, not on my court, Darren Fox. He stood up and said, I'm not taking this anymore. He just doesn't do it every single time. Why, though? But, but Keyshawn, everybody can't be great. Then there wouldn't be great. Great wouldn't be a distinction, right? Everybody can't be great at everything. He is great at many different things, but he is not the most consistent guy in the world, and he is never going to be the most consistent guy. And if you were special in every single category, you'd be a different player. So why, so why keep telling us he's special? Well, look, why keep because, doing that? Because the Lakers want him to be that. LeBron wants him to be that. That is why he has continually tried to say it's AD's team. He's passing the torch. LeBron is one of the smartest guys in sports. He knows that if AD could become that, he'd win another ring. He knows that if AD could become that, it would ensure the Lakers franchise for the next five years. Mm-hmm. So everybody wants him to be that. But the problem is Anthony Davis is not one of the most elite players of all time. He is not. He's a great player and an NBA champion. And trying to expect him to be more than that is unrealistic. You know who this guy is. He's turning 31 years old. He's been in the league for 12 years. Okay, so Keyshawn, remember last Friday, sitting in Rachel's chair was our man Wayne, Mm -hmm. who said, as a lifelong Laker fan, I've, I've just seen enough. I'm done with him. I can't stand watching him anymore. We have to move him sooner than later. This year, he needs to be moved. And I turned away and I said, AD is becoming the all-time damned if you do or damned if you don't. Because if you trade him, you don't have those nights against Phoenix because every once in a while he rises up and you say, well, you, you can't get enough back to, to fill that hole, and right? It's more than every once so, in a while, yeah. isn't and, it? And so at some point, you're damned if you don't because you, if you trade him, you're not going to have the nuclear capability that he brings on occasion, right? It's going to be hard to get somebody back who can do that on occasion. No, I understand that. You go back to last year, you think about late in the year, it was odd and even. Odd and even. Or even and odd. Whatever, whichever one it was was. with with AD. Yeah. At some point, though, don't you have to say, you know what? It's just not worth what we wanted and when we acquired him it's just not worth it, even though you may not sure. get back, like you say, Rachel, all of that no. back from some other trades or players. You may not get it, but do you continue to kick the can down the road? At some point, you got to figure out 
yeah, it's just not worth it. You're measuring between what you want and what's falling short of that. You're not measuring between what's realistic, both for AD as a player and in the trade market, and how far he is or isn't falling short of that and what you can get for him. And by the way, if the rest of the team played better, the nights when Anthony Davis wasn't great elite, the most best ever, then it wouldn't matter as much. And you have a Lakers team right now that is... 20th in defensive rating. That is the bottom two-thirds of the league. You have a Lakers team that is dead last in second-chance points allowed. They have a lot of problems on that end of the floor. And Austin Reeves, by the way, who all three of us like, who all three of us sat here before the season and had great expectations for, Mm. has not been the player we wanted him to be. he's been inconsistent. And by the way, the key, the magic with this team last year with Austin Reeves was his combination with LeBron, right? During the playoffs, I want to give you a number. Last year during the playoffs, when Austin Reeves and LeBron on the floor together, plus 85. This year, minus 16 when they're on the court together. So if Austin Reeves can't be that unlocker, who can't be that perfect complement, the shooter LeBron needs toward the end of games, that is its own problem. It puts more pressure to make AD okay. a player that he is not All necessarily right. is. Last quick point, and you can speak to this. It's so hard to completely condemn Anthony Davis because every night after a stinker, he sits in front of his locker and completely owns it. Yep. He, he, you can't blame him because he blames himself. He, he said last night, I played like SH. It's as simple as that. Like, so you, you want to you blast him and you say, oh, this poor, this poor guy, he's, he's, at least he's accepting the blame. It, it's hard to live with that. Hey, I don't want to blast him. I just... I don't know. I don't know. I've always thought he was going to be great to a whole nother level because that's what I was told. That's what I was sold. I bought it. And then I get last night. He's one of the best players of his era. He is not one of the best players of all time. And the sooner people understand and accept that and see who he is, the more it will be easier to deal with nights like last night, Keyshawn, as a Lakers fan, Mm. and understand that you have a great, great piece on that team. Mm. He is just not the guy who is going to take Mm. over and become LeBron James right now, or maybe ever.